Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming out again on this beautiful morning, bringing you another message from God's Word. Do you just get up in the morning early and praise the Lord? I do. I like to do that. Do you ever do that? Would it do you good, my, my friend, to look up in the sky some dark night and the, sky, the stars just are shining and look up and say, Lord, thank you for the stars. Thank you for the moon. Are we, too, are we just too tight to do that kind of stuff? Are we just so stuck up that we can't praise the Lord? I praise him for the breath that we breathe. Did you know the breath that's going down your nostrils right now, the Lord gives it to you? Have you ever stopped and praised him for it? That's what the old trailblazer is all right, all about, just bringing us back to the old past, the old time. Remember when our old gray-haired, stoop-shouldered old preachers used to uh, pray for us and pray with us back there when we were all children? And we can remember those things. And they didn't put on any pretense, did they? No, they didn't wear a silk handkerchief, necktie, and the socks all the same color as their tie, and all of that stuff, and the hair comb. Never, no. Oh, they didn't do that. They just come on the scene preaching the gospel like old John the Baptist. Repent, repent. This is the old trailblazer. We're just bringing you another study this morning from God's word on Satan, the God of this world. Did you know Satan is the God of this world? The Bible says he's a prince in power of the air. And he says he goes, the Bible says he goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Has he devoured you? Has he deceived you into believing that you're all right, my friend, and yet you're on the road to hell? Oh, my friend, would you listen this morning? We're speaking about the Antichrist, looking at the character, the character of the Antichrist. We've been there for several days now, and uh, every Bible student today knows that we're living in a world of materialism in which the God of uh, forces is magnified today. That's right. That's right, my friend. The emphasis is all religious... All religious worship today is put on the material side. Folks can't have big enough buildings. They tear nice uh, cathedrals down here now and build bigger ones. Try to see who got this tallest steeple, who's got the most stained glass, and they put the names of those who uh, uh, give the money for the glass. I think that's the most absurd thing that ever come out of, uh, of of hell is to put your name, letting you know, let folks know that you bought that window pane. That's just my idea. You do it if you want to. But listen, folks, I think that's so absurd. Why don't you put that into the preaching of the gospel? Why don't you get, uh, send that money in here? We put it in the radio broadcast to get out the gospel day by day. Yes, the emphasis in all of our religious worship today is on material things. All of our religious education is stressing how to live, how to long, get along with folks, how to get along with dumb animals, how to lead folks, how the preacher can draw his breath, draw his salary, and uh, let his congregation go to hell. Even the smallest church out there in the forest of the creek where the old trailblazer goes today has been educated to this point not to call a preacher unless he has a THD behind his name. Now, my friend, isn't that awful? When the average pulpit committee today goes out to look for a man to fill the pulpit, they never inquire about his spiritual qualification, but they ask, how does he get along with folks? Uh, is he a good executive? Can he raise money? Can he lead in a building program? Can he lead young people? Is he a good mixer and so on? Does he like to roller skate and swim at the beach? Does he like to play uh, play uh, soccer and all of those things? This is the spirit of the Antichrist, my friend, making the world religious without Christ. That's right. 
That's right. It's all based upon materialistic uh, foundation. Brother, you may turn white under the gills as you sit there before the radio and say that I'm criticizing. Say that the old trailblazer is too hard. You can say that, my friend, but would you just be honest? Has your preacher told you lately how the Lord saved him? I wish you'd just asked him this coming Lord's Day. Pastor, take a few minutes out from the message and just tell us how the Lord saved you. When you meet him out at the back door, when you go out and he starts there shaking hand, say, Preacher, would you tell us next Sunday how the Lord saved you? That'll give him a week ahead time to get started. That's right. Listen, my friend, if you hadn't got sense enough to see what I'm saying, then I'm not to blame that you're not uh, aware of those things. You're blinded. You ask God to open your eyes that you might see. I'll tell you one thing. You're not fooling the man of this of the world, no. No, my friend, you're not. The man of this world sees through that shallowness. I know folks who never darken the door of a church. They say, I won't. I'm not going there. I see the same folks uh, at, the, at the beer hall that I'm there on Saturday night. They go to church on Sunday, and yet I'm not there, but they, uh, they come to the beer hall on Saturday night. Listen now. Listen, my friend. Uh, the only reason the, the pastor doesn't cry out against it is because he's afraid he'll make somebody mad and the church won't get you a dollar. So that both hang, hangs both of you, doesn't it? This is still the spirit of the Antichrist. When the Antichrist comes on the scene after the Lord has taken out his people. Oh, now, my friend, let me stop right there. Let me stop right there. The Antichrist is not coming on this scene where you and I are if you know the Lord. We'll be gone. Are you ready to go meet the Lord? Are you ready to go meet the Lord? The Bible says that the graves will be open first. All of those graveyards uh, back there many, many years ago, I believe there were more folks saved then than there are now. Not, not many folks being saved today. But all of those old graves, somewhere back there under an old oak tree, maybe the headstone is rotted off and fell off in the creek or something, but that old body still laying there. And that thing's going to rise one day. That old grave will come forth. Can you think of the pandemonium, my friend, when the grave diggers will be out there in the grave digging the grave, and they'll, they'll be standing there uh, leaning on their shovel, and one day, one morning, it'll be one morning when the Lord shout, and that shout will come, and a bunch of those gravestones will be f falling over, and the folks will come forth. They won't know what's going on. Don't you know pandemonium's going to break out there? They'll be heading for the home office, won't they? Oh, they'll be heading to get their check. I'm getting out of here. I can't take all that. No, my friend. Friend, I know you think I'm making fun, but I'm not. No, that's going to actually happen, my friend. Think about it. Think about all of the airplanes and the buses and the diesel trucks and on the highways. Some of those folks are, are bound to be the Lord's people. What's going to happen? They're going to be pandemonium. Now, my friend, listen. Listen. When the Antichrist comes on the scene after the Lord has taken out his, uh, his own, he will be a successful uh politician according to revelation 13 7 and it was given unto him to make war with the saints to overcome them and power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nation he'll be a worldwide ruler as stated here over all kindreds and tongues that's right and he will have power to put to death every born-again believer and he'll put them to death Yes, there'll be many saved during the tribulation period. Don't, 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 don't be uh, uh, foolish about that, my friend. There'll be some saved. But if you turn Christ down now, 
you will not have a chance to be saved during the tri you may not have a chance to be saved during the tribulation period. If God's dealing with your heart now, friend, don't 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 turn it down. If the Lord has awakened you to your lost condition, I plead with you to hasten to the Lord before it's too late. Come now. Don't wait. Because everyone who gets saved during the reign of the Antichrist will have to seal his testimony with his own blood, and it'll be harder to get saved then than it is now. Yes, his rule will be worldwide, according to Revelation 17:17. 17, 17. For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and to give their kingdom unto the beast, or the Antichrist, until the words of God shall be fulfilled. And I praise the Lord day by day, that in his infinite mercy and wisdom, because of his <clears throat> marvelous grace, he saved the old trailblazer. And that when the Lord comes, I'll go be with him. Are you ready to go this morning? I won't be here during the rule of the Antichrist, no. Oh, if you ever awaken sinner out there, oh, my friend, would you just... Uh, would you just purpose in your heart this morning? Would you resolve in your heart, I will arise and go to Jesus? I'll come to him as a poor old beggar asking for mercy. If I tarry here, I'm sure to die, just like those lepers outside the gate of Samaria there. The city was besieged by the Syrians, and they had been cast out long before the city was besieged, and their folks, the kinfolks, brought them food out there day by day and sat it down, and uh, set it down there on a stump or something, and they would leave out, and they'd go up there and pick up the food because they couldn't get close to them. But the city was besieged, and there was no food to have. No, the women were uh, boiling their own babies and eating them. But listen, listen. They knew that the Syrians were over there on the other side of the city. So they said to themselves, one of them said to the other, said, uh, why sit we here and die? Let's, let's, let's throw ourselves on the, Syri on the Syrians. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps they'll have mercy on us. Sinner, would you just throw yourself on the Lord? Perhaps he'll have mercy on you. If you don't, you're going to hell. If they had sat there, they'd have died. But what happened? They went there. And the Lord had moved the hearts of those Syrians. They had thought they had heard a bunch of horsemen coming during the night, and they fled. They left all their food, all their, everything they had there. And those lepers ate and ate and ate. And they said, let's go tell the city. Let's go tell the king there's bread to have, flour and meal and all of those things. But listen, my friend, have you fled to Christ? Have you fled to Christ? Come on, my friend, would you come to him now? Now, suppose Christ comes today, leaves you behind. Did you know he could come today? I'm looking for him. Every prophecy regarding the coming of our Lord back to this earth has been fulfilled. We and I, we are living now on borrowed time. He could come today. He may come today. We have a sign in our bookstore here, a, a plaque that we sell. It says, today, perhaps, perhaps today. Are you looking for the Lord? Are you looking for uh, greener pastures? Are you looking for a bigger house, a bigger motor home, a bigger condominium, a longer boat, a, a bigger boat? Are you looking for those things? Are you looking for pleasure? Are you looking for the pleasures of this life, the lust of pleasure and the pride of life? And you saying, don't ask me, don't tell me this. I've worked hard and I'm about to retire now and I'm going to enjoy. Well, my friend, you may not live. This may be the last broadcast you'll ever have. That's right. That's right. Are you ready to go? Husband, suppose he comes and takes your wife and leaves you. 
Wife, suppose he comes and takes your husband. Children, suppose he comes and takes your mother and dad and leaves you. If I were you, I'd get concerned about my soul's salvation. Yes, the Antichrist will rule this, this world, and uh, the world is shaping up rapidly religiously, rapidly, to accept him when he comes, and the religious world will give all their allegiance unto him. That's right. The few born-again believers who are living will be taken out of this world and leave the empty religious profession who will not turn to Christ. Now, that's right, my friend. I tell my folks here at Radio Mission, that's right, some, some who won't come. I said, one Sunday morning, you're going to come here, and the tabernacle will be sitting here, but there won't be any, the pastor won't be here. Some of the others won't be here, and you come in and say, well, I wonder why they didn't turn the lights on. I wonder why they didn't turn the air conditioner on. I wonder why the janitor hadn't got the doors open. They won't even know that the Lord has come, will they? No, my friend, but I won't be here. And they can live and reign under the rule of the Antichrist and be happy there until he closes in on them, my friend. I wish you'd listen this morning. I know I hadn't been said much that's amounted to anything. I know that. The old trailblazer's kind of tired this morning. Didn't sleep much last night worrying about folks. Concerned about folks going to hell. Don't feel too good this morning. But I'm concerned about you. I'm concerned about you there, my folks who listen to this broadcast. Would you turn to the Lord? Oh, my friend, don't take a chance with your soul. If the Lord's dealing with you at all, don't take a chance with your soul. Eternity is going to be for a long time. There is no, there is no hope. When those eyes close in death, there's no more hope. When the breath leaves your body, there's no more hope. Where, where death finds you, eternity will hold you, my friend. Oh, I wish you'd turn to the Lord. I wish you would. Pray for me, would you? Pray for the old trailblazer. I need your prayers that the Lord would strengthen me and give me strength to go on day by day. It's e it would be easy to give up, but the Lord won't let me. Remember, this is the old trailblazer broadcast. My mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions is offering a flash drive containing sermons delivered by L.R. Shelton Sr., the founding pastor of the ministry. Each flash drive contains 844 sermons and over 500 hours of preaching. For more information on this historic offer, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658.